Scott Bischoff, Detroit Lions podcast. Coming at you after the break, we're going to hit some receivers in each of the draft's first five rounds. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. This is Coco. This is our friend, friend of the show. She's the one who snores in the background. If anybody is is really wondering whether whether that was a real answer to a question, yes, this is her. Um, she's a bull mastiff and she's a very sweet dog. Um, okay, we are. I'm recording this on Thursday. Two weeks. In, uh, two weeks until day one of the draft. Approaching this, um, this is a. I'm going to give you. A, Five wide receivers, one for each of the first five rounds. Again, <clears throat> I know I said one for each round, but, you know, some of these guys are going to go earlier than than maybe I think. Some may go later than I think, and that, that's fine. It, ha- it happens every year. Um, we are approaching this, the receiver position, as if, uh, I mean, some of this is just uh, a thought process developed by what Jared Goff ha- um, has been his best with in the past which was a combination of multiple options, Um, very reliable route runners, uh, very steady players, not necessarily elite athletes, but just guys that he trusted, period. And you're going to hear me say that a lot when it comes to Jared Goff, is that he needs to trust his weapons to be in the right spot. Um, He is a quarterback who needs to trust it and see it and then throw it. some of these options I'm going to tell you about are, are guys I think that fit really well with with what the Lions currently have and with the, what their you know options are already. Um, you know, if we look if you look at the Rams and what they did with Goff, there there was a time when they when they traded for Brandon Cooks because they needed a vertical option to go with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. The Lions have their Cooper Cup and they have their their vertical option in Jamison Williams. So. You know, you're still lacking a developmental player, a younger player a, who's a really good route runner. So that's kind of what where this is from. So in round one, I know, we're uh, you know, there's going to be some Jackson Smith and Jigba love out there. I don't think he's going to be there at 18, so I didn't include him, but he would be a perfect fit for what they need. Uh, I just don't think he'll be there. Quentin Johnston is another one who I think he could be there at 18, uh, probably will be, but I'm not sure he is exactly the kind of fit for what the line I know he's an outside receiver so that helps and that's I mean that's kind of what you want but I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking more really solid route runners guys who who open up very early in routes um quick feet all of that stuff right so so to me he is a build-up fast guy uh and not a really good change of direction player I think if you manufacture touches to him that's you know you're fine but that's not necessarily what I think the Lions will go for, and I could be completely wrong. So it won't be the first time or the last. So first one we're going to talk about is, is Jordan Addison from USC. Uh, he was at Pittsburgh two years ago and went bananas with Kenny Pickett. And I think when we look at his production and his playmaking, it's it's better to look at what he did at Pittsburgh than what he did at, at USC. But still, you know, he is um, he's a really interesting player. Uh, he can play inside and out. Uh, I think he's more of a slot type, but he certainly can play outside because he's got he's got enough um, 
he's got enough release skills and, and foot quickness in his release to get off of press coverage. He's not a big player. He's small, but he's, you know, I think that he is a very adept route runner and, and a pretty reliable option there. Um, almost being slept on a touch. It's, it's really interesting. Um, again, he has, he has a multitude of releases that he can work with and, and it allows him to uncover early in routes. Uh, again, small, you know, I don't think you're looking at a player who's going to do real well in the contested catch situation game. It's just, that's not his game. Um, but you know, you are talking about a, a guy who is a very reliable route runner, a very good route runner, a very savvy route runner. Uh, all the things that you would want to help you move chains and just continue to, to you know, um, to move the ball in a good way. Uh, he is underpowered and slight. Um, those things might be knocks on him as a, as a player. But, you know, the reality is, where is he going to help you? What, what are you asking him to do? And I think it's more that you're asking him to uncover early and give, and give Jared Goff comfort. Uh, the ball's got to come out. You're not asking Jared Goff to hold the ball for a long time. So the ball's going to come out quick, and he can open up quick. So he's a, he'd be a really interesting fit. Definitely a player you'd have to take at 18 or in a, in a small trade back. But, you know, um, he'd be a very, very nice addition to the, to the wide receiver room here. Okay, round two. I do not think – I love this player. He might be my favorite receiver in the draft. Um, maybe. Josh Downs from North Carolina. I don't know. I put him on this list because I wanted to talk about him, if, we're, if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't think he'll be there at, you know, where the Lions at 48 or 50. I think it's 48 and 55. I should know that. That's embarrassing. Um, that's not the first or last time on that either. Uh, he is small. He's slight. Um, again, I don't think he'll be there in round two. But when you look at him, I see... I see a player that wins in a variety of very, very uh, exciting ways. Um, he has quickness to win early and be very effective early. He also has enough long speed to give you some of that too. Um, I, I, I think he is a dynamic uh, slot receiver who would give you some, obviously some multiplicity with, with Amon. I should not use big words. Um, with Amon Ross St. Brown, I, I think there's some, some, uh, similarities in their game, but I think, I think Josh Downs is a more explosive, explosive version of that. And it's okay to have really good players play. I mean, that's okay. Like he's a really good football player. He is a very dynamic, dynamic receiver. He's just small, but he plays, he makes dynamic plays. So I, I mean, to me, he is, he is, uh, he's a very exciting player to watch. He's a fun watch. Um, Josh Downs is a player that, you know, if they were to get their hands on him in round two, I think that'd be stealing. Um, okay. So now we're on to round three. Um, this guy does stuff that is just crazy. Um, and in his future, at some point when he hangs up the, the football cleats, he will be an electric dancer. Like, I mean, like incredible dancer. I really believe that. I, I think I would go, I would pay to go watch him dance, which sounds kind of weird, but um, I'd pay to go watch him play football too. Uh, anyway, it's Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell from Houston. You're looking at a very, very small player, but again, 
Um, we're talking round three. I think he'll be gone by early round three just because of the things that he does really well. Um, he is small, and I mean like really small. Like he is uh, 165 pounds, I think, in that range. Um, with him, you're looking at just like ridiculous feet, amazing footwork. Um, almost like the the like his hips are just so fluid, um, and the way he can stagger his feet and almost like take his lower body and like turn it um, and use that as a tool to, to confuse defenders. Uh, and that's one of the things that stands out with him. So it's, if we go back to a little bit to Debo Samuel when he was in the draft uh, four years, I think it was four years ago. If you want to, I loved him. And, I, and if you want to read that right up, it's at Matt Waldman's uh, website. It's the Rookie Scouting Portfolio. Um, and I talk in there and I give video examples in there of him getting defensive backs to turn the wrong way in his release. And it's, you know, it's ridiculous in the red zone how dangerous Debo was just because he was uncoverable there out of the slot. He could, he was getting open and Dell is like that. Like when he's in the red zone, he is a nightmare. Um, so I see, I see a player with outrageous feet and a little bit of like, elect, like there is electricity in his movements, both in his uh, short area movements as a route runner, but also when he when he un, when he unloads and goes vertically or runs across the field with a defender, you can see the defender really really struggling. I mean, like struggling to stay with him. Um, again, you know, it's a really good thing when you can get a defensive back to turn the wrong way. You're open. He does that in the red zone a lot. Uh, I think there are drops and there's some focus stuff with him. And, uh, you know, obviously with a smaller player, physicality is going to be a significant problem um, when it comes to his game. So it's, you know, uh, expecting the physicality to be an issue, but, but living with it just because of the electricity and the things that he does, both getting open and then with the ball in his hands, it's just nuts. Um, he, is, uh, he is just so explosive and he's fun to watch. Uh, he would be another one, a little bit on the developmental side, but very explosive in the short area game and then yards after the catch. And I put that together with like Amon Ra and then Jamison doing vertical stuff. Potentially a nightmare. Um, okay, round four, Michael Wilson from Stanford. Uh, first thing about Wilson is that he was voted a team captain as a receiver. It's very interesting. Um, that should scream to you Dan Campbell type. Uh, he's an out outside receiver with the versatility to do a, a variety of things. Um, he, is, he has a big enough body to handle physicality and press, but is very much a work in prog progress. He's been injured a lot. So he, he just, he's a, he needs more reps. Um, you know, I don't want to say he's good against press because he's not, because he does struggle to get off physical, you know, a jam, that kind of stuff. But he's big enough that he will be able or should be able to work into being able to defeat press. Um he is uh, very good into and out of his break, so he creates separation for a bigger guy. Um, he's a developmental player, a player that you would not necessarily be leaning on right away, but we're talking round four. Uh, the truth with him is that he's just got to stay healthy and grow. Again, developmental player. Um, the last thing I'll say about him, and this, this, this also screams Dan Campbell type, is he's a really good blocker. Uh, and you can see that it matters. He's very competitive. He's, he, it matters to him. 
which uh, tells you some things about his competitiveness, which is a good thing. Lastly, uh, Purdue's Charlie Jones, around five type in that range. Um, Charlie Jones is both quick and fast. He was super crazy productive at Purdue after transferring, I think, from Iowa. To me, he is um, he's interesting. He's not like – he doesn't play – I mean, he's small like a lot of these guys are. And he's fast and he's, and he's quick and all that stuff. But he's not like, like the way Josh Downs moves and certainly not like the way Dell moves. He's more smooth and fluid. Um, but he's got some very uh, – he's smart as a route runner. And he knows how to set things up um, and when to snap things off. You know, uh, he, does, he does struggle to separate in some ways. So there are some contested catch – situations in his game that you wish wouldn't be um I think in the end he's going to be a chain mover he is he is very productive early um in his routes and it lines up perfectly for what the Lions want to do with Jared Goff which is get the ball out early uh you, you know you see a guy with some sharp movements um he uncovers pretty early in his routes that's a really good thing for for how the Lions line up and what they want to do uh, I see him as being much more productive with slants and and um, stuff closer to the line of scrimmage than than you know down the field. But he's got enough speed to do that stuff too. Um, he's a very intriguing player. I think you know the thing that stands out with him is that he's got enough speed that he forces defensive backs to to honor that speed, which gives him work to, uh, to room to work underneath. Um, you know, and that that buys him the ability to to win underneath um, in the short area game. So that's kind of that's it. That's your uh, those are your five wide receivers. Again, some of these guys I like more than others. Um, Josh Downs and to me, Josh Downs and Dell are explosive guys. Like super, those are the guys. I mean, you, you'd be excited about any of these guys because they're wide receivers, and everybody loves when you draft a wide receiver. But those guys are. Those are the dudes um, that do dif- that do things different in this draft. And when it comes down to it, it won't surprise me if Downs is gone early in round two. And it won't surprise me if Dell is gone late in round two. But I put them where I put them because I wanted to talk about them. So there you have it. That's it for the wide receivers. Uh, one for each round th- uh, through round five. Um, we will uh, have more of this coming for you guys. Uh, shortly. Thanks. You guys have a good one. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go baby. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. You've had enough of that shit.